Welcome to the Decode 6 podcast, where we take your questions about carbon and ecosystem services and match them to the experts with the answers. I'm your host, DJ May. And today we're tackling a big question. How can improving your agricultural soil impact water quality? Before we dive into that though, let's meet our guest, Dr. Ron Turco. Ron is a soil microbiologist and professor of agronomy at Purdue University. Plus, he's head of the agronomy department and the 2022 president of the Soil Science Society of America. So welcome, Ron. Great to have you. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for being here today. Great. Um, well, we'll jump right in because we're on the clock. So Great. how can improving your soil impact water quality, whether that's edge of field or otherwise? So you got to remember about soil is it, it supports plant growth, it recycles materials, it, it regulates processes, it, it controls and filters water, and then water interacts with it all the time, right? So you either have the water moving across it or through it or sitting in it. So, so soil has got an important role in that regard in the environment. So it also supports plant life, it supports animals, it supports microbes. So soil is this very dynamic, very functional, very organic, very alive thing out there. So water interacting with soil is really the critical step. And so as water moves across or into soil, it's that interactive phase of how the soil retains things that really controls what gets into the water, which affects the water quality. So it's really um, uh, issues real around that. Can you regulate the carbon content to sort of make the soil fluffier? That's a good term for soil. Uh, stronger aggregates uh, allow for water to infiltrate as opposed to runoff. Those are all the kind of things that really, really affect soil's ability to, to um, impact uh, water quality. Great. Well, can you break that down a little bit more? Which practices have the biggest impact on water quality? So, so it's an interesting process, right? So you think about agriculture, you think about soil, it's, it's basically how do you allow soil to function? And by functioning, you, you get, again, the plants and the microbes all going to doing their jobs every day, uh, transposing uh, materials from living forms that plant dies, it gets reused by the microbes, turned over. So basically any process that stabilizes soil is good. So organic matter turnover, root growth, great thing for increasing soil stability. And the other, the other part of this, which everyone sort of always sort of forgets about is the question of how does carbon get into soil? Is it magically arriving there from the atmosphere and just sort of laying in there and sticks in there? No, no, no. It has to go through the plant. And the plant is the is a conduit for carbon into soil. So if you have a good plant growth going on and you've got uh, a strong uh, process there with plants or trees for that matter, anything where you have a root in soil and you have CO2 being trapped by the plant and then that's processed and you get some leaking out in the plant rhizosphere, that's how you really improve soil in terms of, of carbon sequestration and in terms of a retention of, of properties in there that you want. So water, again, water keeps interacting with soil every day. It's just there's some process going on in soil related to water. Is the soil holding nutrients or is it releasing into the water? That, that really uh, reflects the amount of carbon that's there and the amount of organic matter that's there. More organic matter tends to hold onto things better. So if the soil is, is able to accept water as opposed to running off, is it accepting water? Is it retaining the water on the surfaces of the soil particles? 
Is it not leaching things too quickly? Those are all the processes that really help you to retain water. And to get to those and answer your question, are things like how do you how do you have a good impact on soil? It's really, I think, is related to use of cover crops, reduced tillage, crop rotations. Uh, and then working, this is a really tricky one that people always forget about, but working soil when you have the proper water content in soil, that eliminates compaction or slows compaction down. All those things that you do to a soil that allow it to remain porous, and you want your soil porous with strong structure, aggregate structure, to allow the water to infiltrate, to interact, that's really the optimal condition to improve water quality. Okay, excellent. So to summarize and help me out here if I get this wrong, yep. you're looking at cover crops, you're looking at when you till, yep. you're looking at the water content yep. of the soil when you're doing all these different actions to prevent yep. compaction. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So pretty complex, not a simple answer. Yeah. Then you can throw into that a little bit, a couple other things uh, in terms of crop rotations. Maybe do you want to change up what you're planting, your corn, soybean rotations or other things into the mix? improve the kind of roots that are there, change the roots around. They can uh, affect the structure that's in there by being more fibrous or more poor. I mean, you know, those kind of questions. And then the other thing is this is really tricky because it has really has more to do with, with the processes we use is nutrient management. You want to add nutrients at the right time and the right rates so that you don't overload the system. So that's a really tricky thing. It's, it's complex in that regard. How much do you put in when you put it in? Uh, and then how much is the plant taken out? And what happens when you have a big water event occur? Is there a rainfall event? Is it going to run off and take your fertilizer material with it? Is it going to leach? That kind of thing. So it's, it's, you, you summarize it nicely. It's incredibly complex. You've got traffic issues with equipment. You've got cover crops you could use to sort of keep a green cover on things and lots of roots as far into the winter as you can get them. You've got crop rotations where you can get different root materials there to sort of do things differently and then change some dynamics with disease cycles. You've got nutrient management, and then you've got questions around reduced tillage that, that can help in terms of maintaining carbon in, the, carbon in the system. Great. Yeah. So I guess just obviously it's very dependent on all of these different factors and agriculture is super local. But if you had someone, no matter where they are, that's thinking about improving their soil health and being concerned about water quality, what advice would you give them when they're looking at these practices? So yeah, that's a great, great question. Um, because it's really a question about sort of, it's got a philosophical component mixed into it, right? So I was thinking about this for, for this podcast and a couple other times recently, and it's really thinking about long-term multiple cycles of what you're doing, right? So are you looking and most most folks are working ground um, maybe a year out, thinking like next spring. That's about the longest they're thinking, that kind of thing. But you got to be thinking multiple years in here. Are you are you talking about how many cycles of plant growth are going on? How many cycles of harvest are you doing? When are you going to put your cover crops in? What's your plan for your nutrients next year? And so you can kind of manage that cycling of, of things is really, I think, um, a really important sort of different way of looking at this. So you look at it a couple, three, four years out, where do you want to be? Uh, how can you use a cover crop or a reduced tillage practice to get where you want to be in three to five years? Because you won't change. It's hard to change soil carbon levels quickly. I'll, I will say that. That's plenty of research that shows that. So it's a concerted effort over time 
that allows you to increase the amount of soil carbon. And, and increasing the amount of soil carbon can help you, again, with the aggregate stability, keeping your pore structure there, keeping things active in terms of the microbes and such. So, But you're not going to build up soil carbon incredibly quickly, so you have to be thinking long-term. And long-term ties back to what, what you're doing, crop rotations, your nutrient applications, the, the, uh, the use of cover crops, and then that reduced tillage or the tillage component there is important. Uh, so what can you really do to in, in, improve things is really what can you do to push up the amount of infiltration you have in the system is really the, the first up. So that's, again, aggregates, increase uh, porous, the porous nature of soil so you get water moving in, not across. Water is an incredibly a huge force. And when you see it, when you look at flooding pictures and what, right, that big wall of water moving, we don't get quite that typically in a, in a, in a farm field, but you, you do get that erosive push and you can end up with eroding soil moving stuff off the surface and overloading the system and that dumps into whatever local water body you have so that's an important thing to keep in mind is that water is pretty powerful especially when you have a lot of it in a short period of time so anything you can do to increase the amount of water moving into the profile and keep things in the soil itself and not moving off that is really the the the, the, the critical step the other thing i'd say is that is, is stay informed on what's out there and what people are thinking um, in terms of um, practices and, and clever new things people are doing, new implements, new tools, new new decision support uh, equipment around. Maybe there's a little tweak on, uh, on your VT tool or whatever tool you're using for tillage. So there's all kinds of subtleties around that need to be watched for. And then um, yeah, just, just keep up on what's what the new programs are from the Fed side as well. And then um, again, new technologies are really critical here. So there's lots of opportunities in the technology space. Great, yeah. Well, you anticipated me. I was gonna throw you a curveball and ask about resilience when something crazy happens, like tons of rainfall, but. Tons of rainfall are hard to be, um, I don't care really what you do. It's really hard to deal with that. Um, yeah. It, you can go to the best case scenario of having a really porous soil, have a, a green cover on there. That will s delay the event inevitable, but it, it's just hard to deal with all that. I mean, water weighs a lot, right? So water weight, the volume, the depending on your slope, you can get a lot of uh, energy into that and it's going to run down. That's going to be an erosive force. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's rough. It's, I'm surprised we're actually still on the earth. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's gets shoved off by the water at some point. <laughs> uh, so it's um, it just amazes me. Um, we have a, a research site uh, near town that we look at tile water moving in the water that comes through the soil. It just amazes me because we actually look at the tile water coming out of the plots. We, we, we track the volume. It just amazes me how much water actually moves out of those plots through those tiles. Um, it's just a... Uh, um, and we have a, the tipping buckets that can measure the volume. They make a noise when they hit. You can't even go into this little room we have because it's so loud with these buckets hitting when you have a big storm event occur. So um, it's uh, um, it's it's water. water this is all about water, really. It shouldn't be really soil science. It should be water science going on here. We, soils just get in the way of the water. So we have to figure out ways to keep the soil in place by using um, organic carbon, using the microbes in soil, the roots, the, the processes that glue soil together, making that really happen in a good way to, to fight the water, basically. So you're right. It's, it's just dramatic, bad things happen because of the water. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, excellent. That was perfect. Thank you so much for being here today. And it was no problem. I enjoyed it. Yeah. If you're curious about the science behind water quality and soil health, and you want to read up on it, check out the show notes for links to related research. And if you want to know more about carbon and ecosystem services, or you have questions that we can pose to our experts, come visit us at decode6.org to learn more.